Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Uh, today, I will be giving a recap of the CAA championship game, and I will answer the question, does Charleston have an actual shot to make a run in the NCAA tournament? But before we get into this episode, I want to shout out my YouTube. Um, it's at uh, the William Mary Sports Podcast. I'll have that in the description. And then uh, thank you guys for 100 followers on Twitter. I hope to keep growing on there. Definitely a great platform in terms of um, growing podcasts and just finding people uh, that will support you, I guess. So please go check those out. And I want to apologize if there's any uh, background noise that's distracting. It's because I am on vacation. And so, yeah, that's pretty much it. But without further ado, let's get into the episode. Well, the Colonial Athletic Conference Tournament came to an end last night in the championship game with Charleston defeating UNCW 63-58, and what a game this was to watch. Um, I felt like it really, really showcased the great talent this conference has to offer. Um, you know, it, it, I feel like it was, for me personally, it was really cool to see these guys who, you know, started their career, came in like it was the COVID season where I think we played maybe a total of, I don't know, 18 games. So it was kind of like, you know, it was the 2021 tournament and, you know, it, it was a very it's short season, condensed season. Uh, very, very weird year, but, um, you know, those guys, that was their first year in the program, and we got to see them develop over that time, and it, you know, it was just, it was really cool to see how much better they've gotten and how much they've developed and become great players, and especially for Charleston, you know, they have so many seniors on that team, and, you know, they kind of all... It all came together at the perfect time, and, you know, they had a season like this. So, I mean, I thought that was really cool to see, and, you know, those guys have really developed into top-tier players, not only in the conference, but some could even be in the entire country. And so that that was just cool to see for me. But um, overall, just a really, really fun game to watch, and it was it was highlighted for me personally by a great second-half performance by Charleston, and they played extremely well on both ends of the floor, which is something that you really need to do in tournaments like this. And, you know, they went, they were down by three at the half after playing a sort of defensive half and kind of let UNCW run all over them. But they came out in the second half and looked like they had all season and really brought it to them to, win, to pull out the game. Um, but the guy who really, really sparked the team, uh, Charleston, I mean, was the senior guard Ryan Larson. He had 23, and he could not miss the entire second half. He was on fire, and it shows you why he's all CAA first team. This guy, this kid is really, really good, and definitely a huge reason for the success of Charleston, not only in this game, but this entire year. Um, Charleston showed up with great defensive intensity as well, which you saw a lot of in the last two minutes if y'all were watching the game uh, UNCW had a chance to tie the game on sort of a layup and you know not only did they force them kind of like to go late in the shot clock but they came up with a huge block and you know kind of changed everything 
Charleston was up with two minutes left, but it was kind of like one of those things where it was back and forth, back and forth. But with that block, Charleston kind of sent a message and then kind of closed out in those last two minutes. So they, they did really well defensively there. Um, you know, just it's for me that it it's just heartbreaking for UNCW. I mean, I could not imagine what it would be like. Uh, to lose back-to-back CAA championship games in the fashion that they did, which I think they lost both games by five points, maybe. So, I mean, it's just heartbreaking for all those guys who maybe stayed another year. That I mean, I, I doubt any of them would have gone pro, but maybe decided not to transfer or something like that, or maybe use their extra year of eligibility to go and win a championship, and then you just lose in that final game again. I, I, I can't even imagine the pain. But overall, uh, hats off to Charleston. Good effort by UNCW. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it there. Now let's shift our focus to the question. Does Charleston have an actual shot at making a run in the NCAA tournament? And I would say the simple answer for me here is yes. And here is why. Charleston, when they have the opportunity, because let's, let's not – not forget they're in the CAA they're not in the ACC or some other conference like that so you know they don't get the opportunity to play big time schools besides non-conference but when they did have the opportunity to do that during the non-conference season they played really well they they beat teams like Richmond who I knew is who I know is sort of off this year but also you know that they're in a better conference I would say and um they've beaten teams Virginia Tech, Kent State, Kent State will most likely be in the tournament. Um, you know, they 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 did a lot of good in the non-conference um, portion of the season, and they also winning the Charleston Classic was a huge kind of resume booster and got them off on the right foot to start the season. So, you know, when you look when you look at it at the big picture, and you're like, okay, Charleston's going to be in the tournament. But they've only some people will say, but they've only really been great against the CAA teams, and none of those teams will be in the tournament. True, but you've also seen earlier in the season w- w- they've beaten tournament caliber teams, so you know it kind of gives them a little bit of a. I'm sorry, I just got interrupted by um, some of my family members, so if I lost my place, I apologize. But um, just going back to where I think I was, you know, they took care of business against the teams that, like, you should beat, you know, they, they took, they went 16-2 in CAA play, you know, they dropped a bad game against Drexel by one point on the road after a long road week, which they should have won, but, you know, they lost by one point, and then they lost to Hofstra, which is definitely a team, I feel like, I mean, I don't want to say should have, but I feel like really, really could have won this conference, but, you know, they got upset by UNCW the other day, but, you know, overall, going 16-2 in a a conference play in any conference is impressive, to be honest, and I I think they did a really good job taking care of business on that end, so if you look at their three losses, it's at the time, number one, UNC, at UNC, and then they lost to Drexel by one point, lost to Hofstra, by three or five or something like that. So, I mean, let's not forget, they went 31-3 and three in, a, in our CAA champions. Like, 
tell me another team that has 31 wins, even in, like, a mid-major conference. Not a single one. So I think Charleston kind of stands out in that area in terms of, like, taking care of business. And especially that's that's kind of, like, one of the green flags you need to see with teams like this in the tournament when you're deciding, oh, can they make a run? It's whether or not they took care of business like 90% of the time, I would say. Um, also, another thing is they are one of the most experienced teams in the entire um, country. One bad thing about that is the fact that um, they are not experienced in the tournament necessarily, but they are experienced in that that they're seniors and will be able to you know, have some leadership and be able to just, you know, have some experience playing the game, know what it's like to play in big games, which they have, obviously, this season. And um, that's definitely going to be an advantage for them as well. Also, I'd like to point out that um, Charleston will most likely be an 11 or 10 seed in that area. And so, you know, right now, I mean, let me tell you, no one will want to play that team as an 11 or 10 seed. Like, you think you think 11 seed, you're thinking 10, 10 seed, you're thinking, like, if you're a 6 seed, I'm like, okay, who am I going to play? It's got to be someone easier because I'm supposed to get out of this first round. And so, if I draw Charleston as a 10 seed, 11 seed, I'm going to be very upset. I, nobody w- wants to play them right now. And I would say, um that like they they're just they're just a team that nobody wants to play overall. And right now in the bracketology that they do over on ESPN, they have um they have them playing Kentucky right now. Kentucky is like a six seed or a five seed. Um while Charleston's a ten or 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 sorry, eleven or twelve seed or something like that. Um and let me tell you I like their odds against Kentucky um right now. Like, I know that probably won't be the matchup when it's all said and done, but, I mean, I'm looking at this, and I'm thinking, okay, SEC school, that's honestly in contention for the SEC championship. And I'm the fact that I'm liking Charleston in that game just shows me that Charleston, I think, has done enough this season to prove that they are a legit threat and that they will be a legit threat in the tournament. But overall, I think this team could be in contention for their region even. But they do have to play together, and they will have to play well. Well, that concludes our episode for today. Thanks so much, as always, for listening. And remember to follow me on Spotify, which is uh, the William Mary Sports Podcast. It would be greatly appreciated if you could give a follow, five-star review, anything that you would do help. Uh, remember to follow the Twitter at Evan underscore Mangin and the YouTube at the William Mary Sports Podcast. Uh, thank you guys, and I'll see you next time.